Hey everyone. Today for Peliconis News, we've got some pretty astounding headlines from around the world. As scary and as unsettling as it is right now, it is also a profound source of wonder to see such large societal changes occurring. Hopefully, some of these news items are a reminder that some of these changes are just truly remarkable. Okay, I've categorized today's news into renewable energy, which just has one headline, and wildlife and COVID updates. The first category, renewable energy, this is out of newsweek.com. Uh, America's renewable energy sources have produced more electricity than coal every day for 40 days straight. <laughs> renewable sources, including solar, wind, and hydropower, generated more electricity than coal-based plants every single day in April, a new report says. Analysis shared by the Institute for Energy Economics and Financial Analysis, based on data from the U.S. Energy Information Administration, said that the finding marks a major quote-unquote milestone in an energy transition that is now underway. The move away from coal for electricity generation in the U.S. accelerated in 2020 due to lower gas prices, warmer weather, and a significant amount of new renewable capacity being connected to the grid late last year, the report suggested. And for comparison, <laughs> last April saw the previous longest continuous stretch, of only nine days compared to the current 40. That, that really is um, pretty incredible. And a good trend, I like to see it. All right, moving on to wildlife. There's some really good ones in here. The first one is from Forbes. Iceland to stop killing whales in 2020, choosing to watch them instead. Iceland recently announced that its long-time annual whale hunt is coming to an end, citing an extended no-fishing zone, coronavirus social distancing regulations, increasing interest in whale watching, and declining exports to Japan as reasons why they won't be hunting this year. The decision, celebrated by animal rights activists, is largely profit-based. This is the second year that Iceland has opted out of whaling. A moratorium on commercial whaling was established in 1986. However, Norway, Japan, and Iceland have continued whaling despite the international agreement. According to the World Wildlife Fund, over 30,000 whales have been killed by the three countries since the moratorium was established. I also want to say that they acknowledge the uh, animal rights activists, but I would say that it's probably a good reason why uh, there's been this pressure on the whaling is because of um, folks like World Wildlife Fund, Greenpeace, Sea Shepherd, that um, less whales are being consumed. All right, on to the second one here. This is from the San Juan Islander. Rare Island Marble Butterfly Wins Endangered Species Protections. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has made the final determination to list the island marble butterfly as an endangered species and designate critical habitat for the species under the Endangered Species Act. The island marble, a beautiful medium-sized white butterfly with green marbling on its wings, was historically known from the southern Vancouver Island and the Gulf Islands of Canada. It went undetected for 90 years until being rediscovered in 1998 on San Juan Island, Washington. 
Despite subsequent ongoing conservation efforts, such as captive rearing and improving the butterfly's prairie habitat, the butterfly is in danger of extinction. The small population size of the butterfly makes it especially vulnerable to threats, including habitat loss and predation. It really is a beautiful butterfly, and it's, I'm really excited to see the ESA protection on it. Alright, this next one doesn't have a lot of information. It's a press release from Wild Earth Guardians. Uh, Colorado outlaws cruel and unsporting wildlife killing contests. Wild Earth Guardians and our wildlife protection allies are applauding the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Commission for their vote on April 30th to ban wildlife killing contests for fur bearer and certain small game species in the state. Colorado becomes the sixth state in the country to ban these cruel events. The proposal, advanced by Colorado Parks and Wildlife staff and approved by the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Commission, prohibits wildlife competition events, known informally as killing contests, targeted at species such as coyotes, bobcats, and prairie dogs. All right. Um, oh, this next headline is um, really special to me because this kind of involves some of my research. F according to theguardian.com, Costa Rican suburb gave citizenship to bees, plants, and trees. Curidabat, I don't know how to pronounce that fully. Uh, the Costa Rican suburb of San Jose has granted citizenship to every bee, bat, hummingbird, and butterfly. And the idea has transformed the municipality from an unremarkable suburb to a pioneering haven for urban wildlife. The idea, implemented over the last 12 years, has gone so well that they have since extended citizenship to trees and native plants, and the city is now known as Ciudad Dulce, or the Sweet City. Wow. Their urban planning has been reimagined around non-human inhabitants, where green spaces are treated it are treated as infrastructure with accompanying ecosystem services that can be harnessed by local government and offered to residents. I love to see that. That's something really special. All right, on to the last category of COVID updates. All of these are impressive. Uh, this first one is out of The Guardian. Clean air in Europe during lockdown leads to 11,000 fewer deaths. The improvement in air quality over the past month of the coronavirus lockdown has led to 11,000 fewer deaths from pollution in the UK and elsewhere in Europe. Sharp falls in road traffic and industrial emissions have also resulted in 1.3 million fewer days of work absence, 6,000 fewer children developing asthma, 1,900 avoided emergency room visits, and 600 fewer preterm births, according to the Center for Research on Energy and Clean Air. Wow. While the pandemic continues to take a terrible toll, more than 220,000 deaths worldwide since the start of the year, the authors of the report say the response has offered a glimpse of the cleaner, healthier environment that is possible if the world shifts away from polluting fossil fuels industries. Wow. All right, similarly, this one's from uh, NPR. Greenhouse gas emissions are predicted to fall nearly 8%, the largest decrease ever. 
The COVID-19 pandemic is delivering the biggest shock to the global energy system in seven decades, according to a new report by the International Energy Agency. Global energy demand is expected to fall by 6% this year, seven times the decline brought by the financial crisis 10 years ago. IEA projections show oil and gas being hit very hard. But demand for coal could fall by an extraordinary 8%, the largest decline since World War II. The IEA says the lower emissions will reduce harmful greenhouse greenhouse gas emissions that lead to climate change by almost 8% this year, which would be the largest annual decrease ever recorded. And coupled with that, this one is from Reuters.com. Pakistan hires thousands of newly unemployed laborers for ambitious 10 billion tree planting initiative. (laughs) Since Pakistan lockdown started on March 23rd to try to stem the spread of COVID, unemployed day laborers have been given new jobs as quote-unquote jungle workers, planting saplings as part of the country's 10 billion tree tsunami program. Such green stimulus efforts are an example of how funds that aim to help families and keep the economy running during pandemic shutdowns could also help nations prepare for the next big threat, climate change. A typical worker now makes 500 rupees or $3 American per day planting trees, about half of what they might have made on a good day, but enough to get by. As the coronavirus pandemic struck Pakistan, the 10 billion trees campaign initially was halted as part of social distancing orders put in place to slow the spread of the virus, which has infected over 13,900 people in Pakistan. But earlier this month, the prime minister granted an exemption to allow the forestry agency to restart the program and create more than 63,600 jobs, according to government officials. Wow. (laughs) I really love these trends and I hope sharing them brings hope and frankly optimism to your life as well. Thank you and uh, talk to you soon.